Hello and welcome to Simple Self-Care by Naturally Randy Kay. This is a podcast dedicated to simplifying the healing journey by aligning your self-care practices with your own inner wisdom and the natural cycles outside and within. Though self-care has become quite the buzzword, it's actually a vital tool that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore how to create a deep and meaningful relationship with ourself naturally, intentionally, and simply. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple Self-Care Podcast. Welcome to a new year, and welcome to deep winter. Yes, we are in the thick of it now with the holidays over with, and some of you thrive here, and I salute you, (laughs) but for some of you, this is the most dreaded time of year, but here we are, and the key to getting through it is to lean into the wisdom that this year brings. So I'm popping in unannounced to greet you here. (laughs) I am podcasting. This is a great thing. As I feel like I've said, my past few podcasts that have been very sporadic. I don't know when I'm going to get back to regular podcasting, if I will ever be able to podcast as regularly as I used to. So I I will just say hello when I can. And right now I can. So thank you for being here, for tuning in, for being patient as I keep going through this new season of life that I'm in that doesn't have a lot of bandwidth for podcasting, at least not yet. But I am grateful that I have some time and was able to carve out some time to bring you this conversation and to say hello with a few things that might help you get through this time of year. So first of all, my free self-care guide for winter is now live on my website It's full of my favorite ways to properly take care of yourself and even enjoy this time of year. And as a reminder, I live in Fargo, North Dakota, where today it is literally eight below zero. (laughs) And uh, so I think I know a thing or two about enjoying winter. So I'll put a link to that right in the description of this podcast episode for you, and you can download it. And there's also a link to it right on the homepage of my website, naturallyrandyk.com. Now, the second thing I have for you, if you want to go deeper with studying the wisdom of winter and aligning your healing practices with this time of year, registration is now open for the winter session of my seasonal study groups. So from now until Monday, January 24th, 2022, you can join in on leaning into deep winter and doing so with a supportive community. The theme for the winter session is homecoming, how to use this season of rest to come home to yourself, to care for yourself, and to set wise intentions for the rest of the year. You will learn how to trust your intuition and feel at home from the inside out. And we'll also go over how to truly rest and calm the nervous system, which we are all needing right now in our world today. I will provide instructional videos for you on how to move, meditate, and breathe in ways that refuel and energize you during this depleting time of year, and I'll teach you some of my 
go-to ways to care for your immune and digestive systems, which tend to need some extra love and care right now. So to learn more and to sign up, you can go to naturallyrandyk.com slash study group or click the link here in the description notes. There is also a link within the winter study guide. So if you download that, you can follow the link to sign up for the study group. So the study group, oh, I love it. It has become my favorite space online. We even have our own platform that is not on Facebook, by the way. It's on an app called Circle, and you can download it onto your phone, or you can access it from a web browser. It's really great, easy to use. And I've come to really cherish the relationships that have been created there. So check it out. It's a great way to be in community if you want to, but also just have some nudges, weekly emails that help guide you along and remind you to stay in your body and teach you how to do so in a loving way. In winter, it really is my favorite time to do this because we need that love. So let me know if you have any questions and if you are feeling just the slightest nudge that this could be what you need. I hope you will follow that and join us. All right, there's that. Hopefully one or the other or both will be of service to you. But I also have this lovely conversation that I had with two of my dearest friends where we reflected on the healing lessons we learned in 2021 and what our intentions are for this coming year. This healing lessons recap has become a bit of a tradition here on the podcast with podcast regular artist Nicole Ray. She is so delightful. Her Minnesota accent just gets me every time. Um, (laughs) And y'all seem to enjoy her as well. There are links to all of them in the show notes if you want to check them out. But also this year, we invited Ashley Deedon Carlson to join in on the fun. And Ashley was on the podcast back in 2019, episode 4.5, Upcycling with Intention. And she's actually the designer and creator of my website. She's a woman of many talents, and she's just full of wisdom and good times. And fun fact, we recorded this episode somewhat on a whim when Nicole was in town for the holidays and we were just chilling at Ashley's house and we had this unique pocket of time where our kids were being cared for and we had a quiet space to record. So we just went for it. And well, there was only one quiet space that we had and it happened to be in Ashley's bathroom. (laughs) And she has this beautiful, spacious bathtub. So we just cuddled in. Yep. We got in the tub and we got her done. And uh, I think it adds to the charm of it all and gives you an idea of how weird we are. But it was a good time, and we were able to cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time, all things considered. Each of us went through our own highs and lows this past year, especially when it comes to our bodies and the various healing things we each had to do. And I think a lot of you will be able to relate to that and the feelings of grief and loss and anger, but also the unexpected moments of joy and strength. So take a listen to our bathtub conversation as we talk about accepting the stories that our bodies tell, how self-acceptance comes before self-love, the importance of seeking out how much pleasure and joy you can feel, 
dealing with postpartum rage, anxiety, exploring anger, embracing the victories, big and small, undoing those deep layers of body image issues, and we close with how to be more Betty. That's right, Miss Betty White, rest in peace. We love you. All right, enjoy the conversation. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> all right, are we all comfortable? I mean, as comfortable as we're going to get. Some girls in a bathtub. Is that going to be part of this? It's recording. Oh, my. <laughs> Three girls in a bathtub. I'm comfy. You tell me if I start squooshing you. I like, I want to be squooshed. Okay, then I'm, I'll squoosh you. I need a good New Year's squoosh. This is some squooshing for you. <laughs> you know, we didn't plan this to happen today, no. necessarily, but it's, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing on New Year's Eve. Sitting in this bathtub. Three uh, lovely ladies. Friends. In their 30s. <laughs> For the last seven years, two eight of years. them drinking non-alcoholic beverages. <laughs> one of them is. Which one is it? You'll never know. We'll find out by the end. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to tell pretty soon here. <laughs> well, um, so welcome to the podcast, ladies. Every year for the past how many years, Nicole? I don't know. This is, might be our fourth one. I was going to say four or five. Yeah, um, which means I've been doing the podcast that long. We do um, a recap of our year, healing lessons from the year, and we've invited our dear friend, Ashley. She's actually been on the podcast before, um, and so it just makes sense. I'm back. You're back, finally. <laughs> I think this should have had alcohol in it. Um, I know. <laughs> okay, we well, know Nicole's out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are... Nicole's in town. Last year we did our recap virtually. Um, and so we just figured we'd take a moment while my husband is home with my napping child. Your husband is with the children. The children. And we five. are in the quietest place in the we're house. In the quietest place in the house, <laughs> which, which is, is the bathroom. The tub. And it's also my favorite part of your house. It's my favorite part of my house. Well. And I've always wanted to hang in this tub. And so here we are. Here we are. Um, I'll post pictures uh, on the show notes and on social media so you can see us in the tub. Clothed. Swish, swish, There are no water in here. So it doesn't really make sense, but it does. Yeah, it does. Um, but I figured we would just take some time to reflect on the year. If you, if you go back to last year, you can tell by the sound of our voices that we're doing a little bit better than we were doing last year. Last year, I was very, very freshly postpartum and recovering from a cesarean. You were recovering from your, oh, your hysterectomy. hysterectomy. Wow, that was huge. So we talked a lot about uteruses last time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a third uterus in the town. Yeah. We have a uterus. You have a uterus. <laughs> Mine um, was very pregnant with my daughter Yes, at that time of year. Yep. And... We were just, I think, processing a lot because it was the end of 2020, and we were just getting by. And 2021 has also been a year of interesting times, but the fact that we can all be together in a tub giggling and enjoying each other's company, I think, is pretty awesome. That's a big deal. Well, I'm just so deep in thought here because I feel like, you know, we should have a journal and pen out, and we should be writing down the question you know, reflect on where your uterus has been in the last year. 
And if anyone knows me out of these two women, I would be the last person to say this prompt. <laughs> that Randy is very much into women's health and Ashley has two children and here I am. But I just feel like, you know, if, if you can't reflect on the year and you need some inspiration, tune into your uterus. Start there. Yeah. Check check how your uterus is doing <laughs> or the, your uterus space. There and if go. anything heavy comes up, you know, just, just gently forgive it. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. It's, okay, it's a journey. I One thing I've been thinking about, and a side note while we're talking about it, is like I've spent a lot of time this past year being, I don't know, kind of upset about the journey my body's been on and things that have come up. And at the end of this year, I'm feeling more just like, you know, we are living our life and your body's going to go through stuff. Like we carry our lives on our bodies and they like the scar that I have from childbirth is like, that's a story. And, but for so long I've been thinking something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with my body and my body failed me. But then I think about people I know that have, you know, chronic illness and have had major injuries. And it's just like, it's just our bodies living their life, you know? So I, um, I'm reading The Body Keeps the Score right now. And just last night, I was reading about how a lot of people who have experienced trauma, which can mean so many different things, including a traumatic childbirth, um, they often hate their bodies or hate things about their bodies. And they may, like one of the author's clients talked about how when you hate your body or, or have like negative feelings towards it imagine that being like you hate your house like mm -hmm. I hate my house I hate everything in my house I hate my windows I hate my tub I hate my bed I you have to live in that house and so the like we don't get to that journey of making peace with and better yet like I think there's so much attention put towards like um body like self-love when it it kind of skips over the acceptance part like and to just like, or neutrality, like I don't have to either like or dislike my house. I don't have to have feelings about it. And that is even a better place than being like, oh my God, which I, you know, I just built a new house. That was my 2021 was building, was having a baby, a newborn and having my husband build us a house from the ground up in three months mm -hmm. at simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And so ha that analogy to me is just really potent because it's, you know, our bodies are our homes we don't get to we don't get to build new ones mm -hmm. you know yeah you lived in two houses I've lived in two houses with rentals and oh, yeah. moving in but I can relate not in having a child but having your body change with what you're used to doing so like even just a general workout routine and still having fears of wanting to go back into the gym and just kind of trying to accept okay here I am but then now finally kind of coming back home and being all my winter gear and I'm like wow, my body has changed a lot and like being okay with that. But also then, you know, just be like, I keep finding myself saying I'm human. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm like breakdown in tears over the last year and I'm like, I'm human. This is a human experience. I have to allow myself to just have these things. And I recognize that I had been apologizing a lot for all of these emotions. And then I'm like, why am I apologizing? Like, again, apologize for your actions when, you know, Warranted, yeah. yeah. Right. But at the same time, I find myself just saying, like, we're human. So when you were mentioning, mm -hmm. like, here we are having this experience in a bathtub. 
We just get into it. Sorry. I just, no, yeah, we jumped right in. We just in. jump right in. That's what we do here. Um, well, what we've done in the past on the podcast for this New Year's recap episode is saying where we're at at the end of the year, like how we're feeling currently looking back on the year, our biggest lessons, and then what kind of word or phrase or things we want to do looking forward. Um, but since we're just impromptu in the tub, <laughs> I've given this some thought just because that's kind of what I do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to, cause Nicole never checks back on what her words are. Uh, <laughs> I know. I don't remember what my word But was. they always come into fruition. So mine was rebuilding, like Ooh, rebuilding okay. my body, rebuilding my new life with a baby and my business and all these things. So I'd say that happened. Like, I feel like I've gotten to a, a good spot with, like, who I am now. Your words... I was going to say, I have no idea. Your words were... Um, oh, sweet heavens. You didn't say anything like that concrete, but you were, like, engaged, focused, and uh, affirming yourself. That all makes sense. And those mm-hmm. all... I all... I remember them now. Mm-hmm. I just and you were thought, just explaining how you're starting to affirm your feelings instead of apologizing for them. Yes, and that happened in the last month of the year. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can <laughs> get it at the end, ladies. <laughs> you can grab it. Smush yeah. it all in. Yeah, I mean, it, we, it's it's 2022 starting tomorrow, so you did it. You did do it. Yeah. Um, but I think I'd like to hear just from everybody if we could say, like, yeah, how we are feeling at the end of this year. Um, did it go how you thought? Where are you feeling with your own body healing and light and soul healing? Um, I have, don't have the last year to look back on with this. I don't have a word. Right. That's so okay. it's so interesting to think about it. But this past year, and I'm kind of just coming full circle with it, but 2021 I will always look back on as one of the hardest years of my life. And um, I think I, from the outside, it did not look like that. If you looked at my life from the outside, I built a beautiful house. I have a beautiful family. I made a beautiful baby. Another one. Both my babies are beautiful. Um, But I was really suffering. Um, I had very, very bad postpartum anxiety and depression and uh postpartum rage and I just had like like no I didn't have good coping skills I didn't um it's I have a great support system I did not reach out to anybody about it and and the fact that I came through the other side of it which I'm which I'm there now I'm like you know it's not like a hundred percent but I'm definitely much better I look back and I'm like I feel so bad for myself And I'm like kind of also mad at myself like for like suffering, like for almost forcing myself to suffer. Um, I think there's like this kind of narrative that people who are like strong people, there's this like, you know, I can take so much pain or I have such a high pain tolerance. Um, Like I gave both, I gave birth to both of my children without any pain medication. It was always like a source of pride, you know, like I'm so tough. And one one phrase that I just recently encountered from a girl I follow on, on Instagram that really has me thinking about 2022 and what I want for myself is how much pleasure can you handle? 
we talk about like, I can take so much pain. Like I, you know, you could chop my arm off and I don't even need a Tylenol. It's like, let's replace that word with pleasure and, or even joy, yeah, right? Like, joy. like the good shit. Like, let's not be proud of our, our pain tolerance. Let's really like cultivate our ability to be on the other side of the spectrum. Um, so 2021 nearly fucking kicked my ass. I'm sorry. You might have to bleep that. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually going to Chicago. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, but it really did kick my butt. (laughs) And, um, I don't think there were parts of it that I didn't see. I couldn't see the other side of it Mm -hmm. and to be there now, um, and to look back, I still have a long ways to go of just healing and forgiving myself and, you know, just accepting that that was the way that things played out, being grateful that I am on the other side of it. But I definitely, like, I was just driving somewhere yesterday and I was thinking about, like, every story, you know, whether it's a children's book you read or a movie you watch, like, the arc of a story is it begins when you get to the, you know, it's about getting to the other side and without getting to the other side, there usually isn't any story like, Oh, you know, such and such happened. Everything was terrible. At the end, right. We don't as humans gravitate towards those stories. They just aren't, it's not what's written in us. And so I got this moment where I was just like very excited about what's to come. And also, I don't know still kind of like in awe a little bit like I'm still I have a little bit of a whiplash whiplash still where I'm just like okay (laughs) like you are here we go like this is like I don't know there's something I think that'll be really interesting about just starting this next chapter and I'm looking forward to it very much yeah (laughs) lots a lot (laughs) you get to sit with all of your hard work yeah it's like I had all these great I mean, 2020 was so beautiful in so many ways, but I didn't get to feel the joy of those things. I didn't get to feel the joy of this beautiful new home um, because I was just so entrenched in the like mind fog of postpartum and of um, like just all the stress of, of moving, moving in the middle of this while having a newborn and like you know, my husband, and a toddler. Anna, oh yeah. Yeah. And a toddler. Yeah. So it's like, you don't, you almost didn't get, and then you start feeling guilty that you're not enjoying your blessings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, you know, like, Oh, I'm so lucky. Why aren't I should just be totally happy about all of these things. Um, but to go back to Nicole, it's like, you know, we're so multidimensional. Our experience of even the best things in life are multidimensional. It's not just all sunshine and rainbows. Um, and I think having the space now, and the I like I do physically feel as though the fog is lifted, which is like so incredible to me. I'm like, there are still times when like it like, you know, comes back through, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, the fog will lift, and it's hard to <clears throat> see that when you're in the thick of it. Yeah, like it's almost impossible. Yeah, because you think this is who I am. This now. is who I am now. Yeah, but it it does come. Yeah, it it truly does it's awesome and in that space you can you know if you feel that you've missed out on something while you're in the fog it most likely is still there for you to appreciate in some way you know and to enjoy and to and to feel the joy from in some way Mm so i love it yeah how about you nicole well i like the fog analogy yeah because i was in north carolina and uh for work and i 
some fog had rolled in and it had been a long time since I'd actually seen like real heavy thick fog and it being like 34 degrees and at the time where we were at we had some photographers coming in who were going to do some drone photo shoots of the property that was going to be listed and uh, which side note this is the other job I do right now um <laughs> they were like well we need to wait until the fog lifts like we the drone cannot take off because of the fog and so as I'm sitting here going, you know, I should know this by now after four years, what questions Randy is going to ask me? <clears throat> and I'm like, oh my God, think of something, think of something. So um, I thought, Ashley, you mentioned for a moment, you had, I heard tw the year 2020. Mm -hmm. Like, right, you're like, you know, when you talk, and I was like, did she say 2021? Because 2020 and 2021 are kind of like, I, I'm, oh I'm having God. a oh, little yeah. bit of a, <laughs> a, a hard moment um, of, of remembering anything um which I had done a little vision practice with a, a friend of mine who follows another teacher and um she was really focusing on too on how much like joy and how much like to be really bold and like be really like she was like she goes I don't want to use the word crazy but like be so crazy with your vision and write it all down and I kept sitting there because she wanted she was doing prompts like what was your you know, that a best, your favorite show, your favorite kiss, your favorite cry, your favorite restaurant, your favorite meal. And I was like, Pandemic. I don't remember anything. And I sat there kind of being a little bit hard on myself. And so when you started to talk about the fog and you have to wait, and I think that that's the last year for me has been, I'm, I'm in St. Augustine, Florida, and <clears throat> I've just been waiting and kind of looking to see where this is all going to kind of go with me and I had the most inspiration I've had probably all year in the last like week of hey I want to take my practices and put them in a guide because this is my moment that I can help people you know right at the beginning of the new year to help them look for their vision but also forgive resolutions forgive goals everything um, but I don't think it's like I'm I don't I'm not ready to be at a new beginning which for me normally is like begin. I'm all yeah. about like you have arrived here. We're going to begin together. And I know for me, my whole purpose in my life is for me to practice. And so the only way for me to practice is to have to begin again. So I find the year to be a bit kind of interesting. Uh, in all honesty, I feel a little bit far away from some of my practices. So I've been writing down like, what do I need in my life? And I really realize I see two parts of myself. I see that very spirited, creative side that when I'm with you two favorite ladies, you know, you remind me of that. And then I also see that other side of me of the very organized, logistical, let's do this and and really kind of seeing for a moment of, am I going to need for the first time in my life to consciously choose what part of me do I want to cultivate um, and go down? Because that organized side of me I do really well, but I'm finding as my spiritual side, I'm a sponge. And so I'm soaking up all this energy and I don't really know how to navigate in this new rhythm, you know, with this work that I'm doing, which is, you know, something that is ebb and flowing and, and we'll see where it unfolds to this part of me of like, I know I'm a guide. I know I'm a healer. I want to have my crystals and I want to have my little bits and my conversations in the bathtub and, you know, these things. And so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just looking at that point and also recognizing some of those fears that come up of it's scary to know that what would happen if I stayed down this one path I'm on right now which I haven't been on this kind of path of hustling and working and 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 doing more just 
I don't even know what kind of work. It's like I, masculine energy. Yeah, it's masculine, like masculine work. Energy. Yes, yes, and and I'm doing it. And um, at the same time, I've landed in Minnesota, and and my body is just like, what has happened? Um, at the same time, feeling like an Oompa Loompa in my coat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Welcome Minnesota. Welcome back um, to winter. <laughs> to negative. What is it? Negative twenty degrees out right now. Yeah. yeah Let's just check. About um, negative. Oh, good news. It's getting warmer. We're at negative 11. Um, good thing we're cozy in this tub. Oh, yes. But it does make me think that even like the littlest things that I have been doing, like walking my dog every morning is a practice of mine. And, and, and now being as cold as it is, that's not what is taking place at the moment. Um, and so kind of going like how I can see these little practices, how they do help me, even though they may seem like nothing. Hence, like, I'm not at the gym. I'm not in my routines. My body has shifted. But then even being like, wow, the, the little things. And so that's been something I've shared a little bit here and there with my students across the board is just trying to make a really big deal about the really little things and try to make less of a deal about the big things. Like, wow, you know, like, my body's really changed. Like, whole, that's kind of a big thing, but it's like no point. No point to go down and give that any energy. Let's focus on the little things like, hey, you're taking walks every day. So I feel like I've been in this fog of like, you need to wait till it lifts. And a part of me wants it to lift and part of me doesn't at the exact mm -hmm. moment. Um, and I've been trying to allow myself to feel my feelings, which is you know, what I think we're all on is to allow yourself to be upset. And there's still kind of that feeling of grief and loss. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's grief and loss of, of almost memories that really you can never lose memories, but it's, it's, it's what the way life was and seeing my studio back here in Minnesota and you know, just kind of like going, wow, I really miss t teaching my students in this studio and you know, hoping that by feeling my feelings, I'm going to just, you know, desperately ask and, you know, pray that that can then turn into, yes, you can have more of what you miss. You're just going to have to begin again and you're going to have to do it again. And I know you don't want to, but you've got to. So I'm at a bit of an interesting path. I think it was like, oh, do you want to record a podcast here this year, Nicole? And it's like, do I? Do I want to say any of this out loud? Yes, you do. Because we're like, because we're all in it, you know? And I don't think this messy middle part shared as frequently as it should be. Yes. I would agree, especially with the facade of social media mm -hmm. and what we're supposed to come across as and you know the fact is is you know we're all in a bathtub and <laughs> and I can prove that point because my butt's going numb and I'm, like, I'm just feeling it foot right now so the truth is ladies and gents you know we are still in the bathtub we're in the tub so well, Randy where are you at yes <laughs> Ashley's position has reached some very heightened she's, um, a, she's like lifted herself up so like you got half cheek in the tub half cheek <laughs> elevated we're we're doing it it's trying to make more space if i'm thirsty i'll just you know pull it's up the tap here yeah no you're good, you're good. i can okay. sit on the edge oh nice <laughs> okay we go. good it's my i got it so we have to hold me out of here we can do it um i yeah i can relate to both of what you're saying you gals have said in my own way i think my biggest thing we've 
Ashley related on the postpartum rage part. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Neither did I, Randy. <laughs> and then I was like, "You just think you're a terrible person." Yes. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then I like there were times like in the spring, in particular, where I was just like screaming on the way to work, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "I was screaming yesterday. My throat hurt." <laughs> That's why I say, like, when I think, like, yeah, I'm on the other side. Yeah, it's still blowing in on a cold front. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's definitely still there. Um, But, yeah, I spent a lot of 2021 being angry. Mm -hmm. Just angry. Like, and, and, and and exploring that anger yeah that anger was there that's a feeling i do hardly not allow myself to feel which then shows up in physical body pain yeah but yes angry angry at the way things like looked in my mind and like where we were at and like wanting something to be different and you hear that little voice of like i shouldn't have these feelings or i should be grateful well, yeah, and it's it's hard, too, in our world because we have exposure to all of the things going on that we then feel bad for any joy we do feel, and it's this whole thing. But I was really angry, I don't know, hormonally, but just generally, but then I was with my own body. Like, I just, it healed well, like, from the cesarean, but then it had this, like, cascade of body pain of, like, my legs and my knees and then now my feet and it was I it hurt to walk like all year and then you know and that has been with me with my after my surgery yeah went from bladder pain vagina pain literally vagina pain didn't even know that was such a thing, <laughs> a thing. Like actual vagina pain. it's all a thing it's all a thing point, and not being thing. able to yeah. sit for long periods of time and yeah. like looking at my life going you know how do I how do I do anything let alone still dealing with those things with walking the path of trying to help myself and then having moments where it goes away and then having moments where it comes back. And when it comes back, it's like you go down even harder. Yeah. So it's been, and I've been, I'm one of the women who doesn't lose their baby weight by breastfeeding. I worked through some major breastfeeding issues and very, that was like one of my victories. <laughs> um, and if I, but I feel very lucky that I had the space to do that because if I was working full time early on in postpartum, I would probably wouldn't have um, got back to breastfeeding. Um, but anyway, so there are cool things about my body. And I'll get to that in a second. But that, like, that was my big thing. I was so judgmental of how I felt my body should be as a holistic person, as a quote-unquote leader in the holistic world like blah 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 like I just I just got really jaded and I was like I did everything right and had this certain outcome and you know and it was really tough and I would look at myself in the mirror and have really bad negative self-talk about where my body was at at the same time of thinking my body is the most incredible thing because I look at my son and how he's doing and like all my body's been through and I'm like damn, you're amazing. And I'll think that and I'll, and I'll, you know, do, you know, like my belly massage and like all these things, these self-love acts and feel that. But then at the exact same time, be completely pissed at my body and think that I'm disgusting and like all of these things. So it's been like this weird journey I've had with myself, just like general anger and all these other feels that we've felt this year. And then, um, and then also just like moving through that. And and so now at the end of the year, I'm I started work full time in October. And so I've 
so I then I felt anger because I'm now witnessing firsthand how the world doesn't support mothers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it and I felt it to a certain degree, but now as a full-time working mother, like it's been a really difficult transition and to like trust someone at daycare and to like let go of the way that I would do things, <laughs> so, you know, and like I do enjoy my daycare, but like, you know, it's just different. And I, and then I've been angry at like the pace that I've had to live to keep up with everything. And so that was interesting, like turn at the <laughs> second half of the year. Is that your baby singing? That is my three-year-old probably cry whining that oh. doesn't want to do something. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is he singing? Is that um, bird? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So where I'm at at the end of the year, I feel like I've gotten into a better rhythm. But like you were saying, Nicole, I've really had to lean into the little things. Like as a self-care person, like I, I, I've had to reevaluate what – that means for me and what I allow to be enough for me. And it is just like the smallest things that are big things and trusting that it's enough and just loving on that stuff. And so it's been a good year. Like it, it's been full of really amazing things. We got to do our two and a half week road trip through some national parks in Utah and Arizona. And that was really empowering for my body because I had a backpack on my back hiking up out of the grant, like through um, Bryce in national park. And, and as I was hiking, this was so healing. I forgot about this. People would comment and say, you're such a badass. You're yes. so strong. Way to go, mama. Oh, I sat back here watching you and Nate and your baby and going on that trip. Like, Randy, that was so badass. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, Seth and I talked about it. We're like, that is crazy. We, like, we, we drove for two and a half weeks in the car. It's absolutely amazing. a 10-month-old. And like, it, and that my body did that. And then to have people actually tell me, you are strong. I, I cried while hiking because I I remember thinking just like months ago barely being able to stand up mm -hmm. and and then being like gosh the body's amazing and well and having a small human whose entire body mass is the result of you your breast <laughs> yeah. you is also like holy yeah. crap and it was so it was just so huh. that was really a healing moment and um and so keeping those moments close to me and and again, I look at pictures of it and I think, oh, look how gross I look. Like I still, you know, and it's so I've really been reflecting on my body insecurities and how deep it goes because I have I do time hop almost every day where it shows you pictures from years ago. And I remember seeing pictures of me like, you know, five years ago thinking now I look, God damn, look how good I look. But at the time, <laughs> yeah. I felt like I looked disgusting. And I'm like, this this is messed up. So this leads me to my theme for 2020. 2021. 2022. Oh, your theme. I mean, my theme for 2022. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, who are you guys? What day is it? Okay. <laughs> is. So, oh, my theme of last year, too, was year of positivity, positive thinking, okay. which I did. <laughs> I kept remembering that that was my theme You're in the midst well. of my rage. And I'm like, 
I don't know. No. But I did use it. I did use it a few times to switch my mood and it did help. But my theme for 2022 is loving on my body. Because I don't want, like, I still <laughs> am not where I want to be, like, with recovery and weight and everything. And, like, what I feel like is healthy for my body. But I, I'm so tired of giving in to this old messaging. I'm so tired of not just being in awe of myself all the time. And so it will relate to like celebrating how strong I am, moving my body more, cooking foods that I enjoy, just having fun eating, with my body. eating what you enjoy. When you guys yeah. are talking, I keep getting this, you know, like kind of doing like the little things. But I think after, you know, 2020 of like, this is how we all did life. And then all of a sudden it was like, nope, we all have to do it differently. It's like, yeah, the right thing is to eat something healthy, but the right thing, like even for me, was like to eat that scotch bar and mm-hmm. like have one every night and be okay with it. And yeah, like start like, to see that, oh, the right here. thing was, you know, for me was to be, you know, working out at a gym, having this routine. But then it's like, no, it can also be the right thing for me to just be taking a simple walk okay. and seeing mm-hmm. that as a workout. And so... It's, it's just interesting to kind of, like you said, it's the year of positivity. Well, by you having that year and being like, oh, you know, kind of was that. Well, it was that because if you didn't pick that theme of positivity, would you have been able to feel your anger or your rage or anything else? It was mm-hmm. like that was the most positive thing that came out of that is, is that you were feeling the opposite mm. side of that. So it's this perception of just kind of how things like what are some of the things in your head that says like your you know your body has to look this way and this is what healthy looks like you know Mm -hmm. and defining kind of a new vision for yourself yeah I just I want to be able to just love my body no matter what's happening with it and when your kids get older like having a daughter for me was so different from having a son because when I had a son, I was like, I've got to raise him to not be an a-hole and he's going to respect women and blah, blah, blah. And when I had a daughter, I was like, I have to raise her to love herself, right? <laughs> right. And I was like, well, you can't teach somebody to love yourself if you don't love mm-hmm. your own self. And yeah. I think, like, my postpartum physical experience, like, it all happens in my mind. Like, genetically, my body just, like, it goes back to normal quickly. But not my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I still had a period, it took me longer this time with my daughter to like have my body come back to like a normal state. And, um, there were times that I, yeah, I'd see pictures of myself. I was super bloated with Etta and like carried a lot of water weight. And right after she was born, I did for a while too. And I remember seeing a picture of myself like at the zoo and thinking like, oh my God, look at you. And then I immediately had the thought where it was like, my kids will pick up on that stuff a thousand percent. And I will never say out loud, oh my God, I look so fat. Or like, don't, don't, no, delete that picture or whatever. And to focus and to change the language I have to be like, oh my gosh, look at how happy I look there. And like, look at how, you know, look at how much fun we were having. And to be able to, as a woman, especially if you do have a daughter, and I mean, not that men don't experience this, I'm sure they do, but women especially and young girls. And to have the language around our own bodies be 
not even positive, but not be a conversation. Our bodies aren't that interesting, right? <laughs> I know my sister, like, nobody, sister talks about that. Of like, cares. She sent me like a of, of some kind of Instagram post once of somebody doing a quote about like the least interesting thing about you is your body. Yeah. Isn't that what you said when you're going through your postpartum stuff? Like yes. that was one of your. Yes, that was one of my mantras. It was yeah. like the least interesting thing about me is my body. Yeah. And your and body remove, weight and your body Yeah, my image. body weight and, and how much I weigh or what size pants I wear or whatever. Yeah. Like it's the least interesting thing about me and I think in the process of taking that weight off of ourselves like metaphorically it helps our bodies be like come to the place where naturally they're gonna be you know and I just think the language around it is that we have about ourselves is so important so I've been trying to do that I've been so in my head like for me 2022 is about embodiment Mm -hmm. I like always joke that you could chop off my head put it in a jar and I would still I wouldn't even notice right like I'm just all from the neck up that's where I exist so to be more embodied Mm -hmm. in 2022 is my goal and to do that in a way and I think that goes with this kind of idea of how much pleasure can I feel you know like walking through the woods at our house and like going on adventures with my family and all the other things um that that is definitely what I see for this next year. I yeah. spent enough time in my head for like 15 lifetimes. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm checking out. It's a powerful practice to, to to sink down in. So it'll be good. I make it down to like right here. Like right your collar, throat. Your collarbone. Like, yeah, I feel like, oh no, but then you might cry. So I'm like, bye. <laughs> Adios. Adios. Gotta go. Well, we should wrap up here because our legs are going numb and our babies are calling yeah. and Nate's texting me like, are you coming back? Well, and, and, and on a woman's note, I just got a text message from my mom uh, sharing some news that Betty White has passed away. No, no, no. no. I know no. we shouldn't say it on the podcast, no. but from like from all, but women, also celebrate. This right? is Betty. This I know, Betty. and I watched the documentary, and that woman is a hundred ninety nine years old. Oh no, she turned a hundred, didn't she? Um, again, you know, everybody. I think she news, turned hundred. News from an okay, Apple Watch. Let's cheers um, to Betty. Yeah, so and yeah, like Betty. cheers to Betty. Twenty twenty two to living like Betty White. Living like Betty White. You know, my nickname is Betty and I did have a license plate that was BTY without planning it. Okay. Well, this is your year. This is my year to be Betty. Be Betty. Hashtag be Betty. There you go. Embody Betty. Betty. She was honestly like... That documentary, watch it. I think it's the on Netflix or embodiment of who I want to be as a woman. Well, twenty twenty two, embody Betty. Embody Betty. That's embody. A, you know, Betty. this is like very heartbreaking news, but also like she's lived her life. Oh yes, that what an example of like making it to the end of a long road and being like, I got, I did it. If you don't I know anything about Betty, watch the documentary. I think it's on YouTube. Like, type in Betty White and like start to look through things there. I feel like anyone who it came up to and I didn't, knows who Betty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know a lot. But well, more more say, about her life. You know yeah. more about her, like her actual Maybe life. Maybe that's what I'll and, do like, tonight or tomorrow. It's incredible. Yeah. So um, just practice to see. Um, where she was at um, as a woman, like in her career, like becoming a producer and doing all these different shows and just from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And there was just, you know, what she was doing and paving the path. So I'll, I'll look it up if I find exactly the one that we watched. I believe it was on YouTube because we were wanting 
to watch something about, we watched a show with Betty White and my mom Betty was with White. us and, wanted and we wanted to know more. And so we watched one thing and then it Aww. sped into another one that was hands down. Amazing. Just amazing. Like didn't really know anything besides her face and like mm -hmm. her name yeah. and like, you know, from Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. That's what I remembered of. But when you watch her whole story, that's why I was kind of like, I kind of have to include this moment my mom oh, is like i'm so sad it's a good moment it is it's a good moment to end on yeah hashtag embody betty everyone embody betty. every day think every how day. can i be more like betty white i love it she'd be happy we were in that time <laughs> she, she would, would be. be right here with us she would be she probably would have yes some actual <laughs> she, she probably be wishing that this empty glass of sparkling was wine full. was champagne, champagne. Um, well, thank you ladies for a delightful chat. I hope you listening can relate and can move <laughs> forward with us into 22 with being gentle, sitting in the fog as long as you need to, and Wait, waiting, loving your body, and embodying Betty. Wait for the words. I'm still waiting for my words to come for 2022. So if There's you no rush. if you're feeling like you don't know your words, let us know what your three pick three words. I, I somebody who I follow does a word for the year, and she goes, "I've started to do three words," and mm -hmm. I went, "Yep, yeah. very good." And, and then we did. You yeah. read three words off to me, yeah. I think. So three words. <laughs> let us know what they are. Yeah, and just and if you don't have any, like you said, maybe this is the year where you just don't yeah. have any, and you just yeah. keep moving through, yeah. and that's. That's totally cool. All right. We love you. Um, happy New Year. Bye. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Randy Kay, a holistic health practitioner and educator that has been helping people heal through body work, therapeutic yoga, and self-care coaching for over a decade. My mission is to help people simplify the healing journey by amplifying their own inner wisdom and teaching seasonal self-care practices. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, or post it on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so I can see it and connect with you that way at Naturally Randy K. You can also commune with me via email if you sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter, The Simple Letters. You can sign up at naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter. That's naturally, R-A-N-D-I-K-A-Y dot com slash newsletter and hearing from you in some way totally makes my life and I always make sure to personally respond. And be sure to join me next time as the self-care conversation continues. Until we meet again, take good care and enjoy the journey.